I've I always like learning new things and like doing something as a team, like being a part of a team. Diz Runs Radio episode eleven hundred and twenty eight starts in three, two. Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you by the folks over at AminoCo. They are back for another round of sponsorship. Glad to have AminoCo back on board. Definitely highly recommend their products, both for kind of a pre-workout, if, if that's if that's your jam, if you need a little need a little boost before your, your runs, or if you just need a little a little pick-me-up midday, you know, maybe maybe you're past the point of no return when it comes to your, your coffee caffeine intake. But, uh, you know, you want want a little boost and also, you know, something that's good for you. Uh, a little shot of uh, the Perform Blend works wonders. Of course, they also have a great recovery option with the Heal Blend for recovery. Mix that up with your coffee, a little vanilla in your coffee. Bada boom, bada bam, good to go. But one way or the other, AminoCo does a great job with amino acid supplementation, which uh, not for nothing, not a bad thing to add to the mix. So if you want to get on board the amino AminoCo train, AminoCo.com slash Dizruns is the link. Use the code Dizruns at checkout. It'll save you 30% on your order. Uh, once again, AminoCo.com slash Dizruns. I'm sorry, Dizruns at checkout. Save yourself 30%. And now without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey, y'all. Uh, today's guest is a lady that I've chatted with uh, a few times on social media over the last year or so, and I'm, I'm really excited to uh, have the chance to chat with her a little bit deeper, go a little deeper into her, her running story, her running journey today. Um, something recently that she completed earlier this year, the, the Goofy Challenge at Walt Disney World, um, which for those that don't speak Run Disney, that means 13.1 miles on, on Saturday, so half marathon on Saturday, followed by uh, the full marathon on Sunday, 26.2 for a, a 39 and, a, and 0.3 miles for the weekend. And uh, I think I saw somewhere, I don't know, she can, she can verify this as we get there, that she said that she's never going to do that again. One and done with the Goofy Challenge, which as we all know, means that she's absolutely going to do it again at some point. But anyway, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I know we've got plenty of other things to talk about today. Uh, so let's go ahead and get the party started by officially welcoming Ms. Maya Cohn to the show. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Maya. I really appreciate it. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We've been kind of trying to line this up for a while, little while. Schedules haven't always worked out. But hey, you know, if, you, if we keep sticking to it, we get here at some point. And I'm glad we're, glad we're able to, to chat today. And y'all, if you enjoy today's episode and would like to connect with Maya on the Instagrams. Her handle there is at run underscore two underscore health underscore fitness. All the underscores uh, in, in the Instagram handle, which always makes it tricky, but uh, at run to health fitness with underscores between each word. And uh, as per usual, we'll have it linked up in the show notes to make it real simple. If you, if you do, you know, try to go dashes instead of underscores or some type of other nonsense, disruns.com slash 1128, disruns.com slash 1128. We'll get you back to the show notes for today. And uh, as per usual, the, we'll have all the links and photos and the whole nine yards there to make it easy to connect with Maya. So Maya, the way we always start off each uh, conversation here is uh, with a 
pretty simple question as in it's a simple question for me to ask because I think it's like eight words, which I can I can usually make it through eight words without screwing up too much. Uh, but sometimes it's an easy one to answer. Sometimes it's a little more uh, complicated because there's there's a lot of good choices out there. But either way, it starts the conversation off on a, on a usually a pretty good, good, solid footing. And it's just to simply ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Honestly, I couldn't tell you, but I can tell you what is not my favorite distance. And that is a 5K. All right. You're a girl after my own heart right there. I am not a 5K fan either, but why, why do you not like the 5K? It is just, like, too short. I feel like it's a warm-up. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, I, I don't know about you, but I know for me it's like, it, it, A, it's a warm-up. You don't start feeling good until you get, you know, two and a half, three miles in sometimes, but also, you know, when you're racing the 5K, it's like, it's go from the start. Like, you gotta you got to push it from uh, from the from the beginning, and that's just, you know, like... That's just hard. So, so yeah, I, I, I will fully embrace the I don't like the 5K uh, vibe that you've got going on there, Maya. <laughs> what, what uh, you know, if, if it's hard to pick a favorite, though, I'm not going to just, let, like, let you slip by without, without at least giving me, um, maybe it's not the all-time ultimate favorite, but what is a race distance that you enjoy a little bit more so than the 5K? Um, well... I know they don't offer it a lot, but I actually like the ten milers. Yeah, I, I every once in a while somebody mentions the the ten miler, and uh, I agree. Like that is a good a good race distance. What do you enjoy about the ten miles? It's like you still have to put in training, but not as hard as like marathon training or half. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and somebody said one time, and I I've embraced this ever since that. 10 miles is great because as soon as you take one step, you're, you're under, under double digits left, you know, like, like you start with 10 miles to go. And as soon as you take that first step, it's 9.999 or whatever left to go. So it's, you know, less than, less than double digits at that point, which, you know, I think there's, there's something, there's something psychologically satisfying about running double digits, but as soon as you start, you don't have double digits to go, which is kind of nice too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how'd you get started in this sport, Maya? Is, is, I, I, and I feel like I know this because a little, you know, a little bit of background, a little bit of, of uh, stalking to, to kind of see where we were going and get a little plan for today. Um, but it feels like you've been, you've been running for a while, for, for the, the majority of your life. But tell us about how you got started in the, in the sport of running that we all know and love. Yeah, um, I actually have been running since elementary school. So I started running um, when I was in third grade, so I was nine years old. And... Um, I started with um, my local girls on the run chapter at my elementary school. Oh wow, that's that's uh, that's pretty cool. What what uh, you know what kind of led you to to get started in 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 the program? Where I don't know. I, I'll just leave it very wide open. Like what what drew you to the girls on the run program at that point? Um, I like like I've I always like learning new things and like doing something as a team. Like being a part of a team. And that, that's kind of how that, that all works together, right? Like I know a little bit about the Girls on the Run program, um, maybe enough to be dangerous. But for those that, that don't know much about it, maybe haven't heard about it before or talked to anybody that's, that's been part of the program, uh, give us a little, a little uh, you know, quick version, the, the 10,000 foot version overview of, of what the program is like um, and, and that team cr- environment that it creates that, that was, uh, you know, something that was a draw for you. It really helped me build my confidence mm. and like uh, knowing that, you know, I can do tough things. That's awesome. That's awesome. What like so? So what you know, what is uh, um, 
like a girls on the run workout like? Is it is it at a track? Is it at a park? Like, or at least in your experience, you know, the the, the program that you were a part of. Kind of how did how did the the, the program kind of work? Um, it was um at my elementary school around the track. Okay. So we would run laps around the track. Gotcha, gotcha. Goodness, I could, I feel like I don't know. Maybe third grade me might have been okay with running laps around the track, but that that, whew, there was a time in my life when that's I would I would love to run laps on a track right now. But goodness, uh, th- third grade, I don't know. I I might I might have wanted a ball to chase or something like that. But uh, you know, so so you you start out at the program. Is it is it during the school day? Is it after school? Like like what's? It was um in the mornings, usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. So this was before school. Gotcha. Gotcha. Were, were there a lot of, of other girls from the school, a lot of friends that were there? Or was it, was it uh, kind of not, not a, a super popular thing at your, at your school? No, we had a pretty decent amount of girls in it. Awesome. Awesome. And so you, you build up, like, what, what, does, what is the, the culmination of the program? Is it, is it a mile, two miles, 5K? Like, what, what, do, you, what you, do you build um, to? You build up to a 5K. Awesome. Awesome. And yet... So that's the, your introduction to the sport. You, you've been running now for, for however many, 10, 12, 13, 14 years, something like that. Um, first race is a 5K, and that's the, that's the race distance you dislike the most. That's, uh, there's some sort of irony, I think, in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so third grade, what, was there, was there um, – w- I'm just trying to think of, of, again, when I was in third grade, I don't think I knew what, I mean, I knew what running was from like running on the playground, but I didn't know anything about distance running. I didn't know any, I didn't know any runners. Um, and maybe it was just a different time, you know, 30 years ago that, uh, 30, 33 years ago, something like that. It's been, a, it's been a minute since I was in third grade. Um, but, but was there, was there a family connection to running or, 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 you know, of all the things that you could have done in third grade, all the organizations you could have joined and groups and things like that. Um, I'm just curious, and, and maybe there's not much of an answer to it, which is fine. We can move on. But was was there something that was kind of pulling you or nudging you towards running? Um, I think, well, I don't really remember that much. Um, but I will say, um, I was actually adopted from China when I was eight years old. Mm. And so um, my parents put me in school right away. And I feel like, in a way, my parents kind of put me in girls on the run so that I could, you know, um, continue to build my confidence. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And, and, um, goodness that there's a, and we can go into this if you want, or we can, we can, we can move on. It's, it's fine. But I feel like, like we just, a lot of people listen, know this, but like in the last six months, we moved from, from Florida to Georgia. My, my daughter's in, in third grade right now. So kind of about that same age. And, um, I know for her, it was a big, a big adjustment. You know, she'd been at the same school for, you know, all the way preschool, all the way up through, through second grade. Um, lots of the same friends and, and, you know, then we move out of state and she doesn't know anybody or at a, at a new school. And it was, it was, there was definitely an adjustment period. Um, and I have to imagine that, <laughs> I mean, you know, take it, take that to the, to the nth degree of, you know, coming to a new family, to a new country language, like the whole, the whole nine yards, um, you know, looking back with, with the benefit of hindsight, um, I, I kind of feel like, like being part of that program had to really kind of help you on multiple fronts with confidence, but also with maybe making some friends and just kind of fitting it. Like, like 
how big of a role did that play in, in that, you know, kind of third, fourth, fifth grade part of your life? I think it played a big part because I did it from third grade all the way to sixth grade. Wow. So wow. I, it must have stuck because it stuck all those times. Yeah, absolutely. You, you keep doing it and, and you keep enjoying it. Um, did you continue to run then like into middle school and high school or, or kind of what, what, you know, you're, you're part of girls on the run for, for three or four years. Then, then, you know, how did running continue once you, once you got through, through the program through sixth grade? It kind of took a sideline. That's okay. That's okay. We, we've like lots of folks have had, had a, a little break. Um, and I think especially, you know, I, I don't think I've talked to too many folks that started organized running in third or fourth grade and then didn't take a break somewhere and come back to it. Um, so, so it takes the sideline through middle school and high school. That's, that's totally cool. Where did, where did you start to find your way back to, to running or, or start to kind of get back into things? Um, you know, at what point did, did you start making running kind of a, a big part of your life again? So it was actually during the pandemic, I started running a lot more from the app that we came from. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when I started getting into the longer distances. Gotcha. Gotcha. Any, I mean, there's certainly more than a few folks that started running during the pandemic because for, for all of the reasons, it was something that you could do as a chance to get outside, you know, but like we, 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 we don't need to rehash the whole pandemic. Although, you know, it's still fresh in most everybody's mind. I think, um, chicken or the egg, which came first, like the running and you found the app or did you find the app and, and lead you to start, you know, kind of getting into running a little bit more seriously. I found the app and then started running again. Wow. Wow, that's 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 crazy to me to just just from my perspective, because I, I don't feel like I go looking for for random apps of things that I might like to do. Um, like I kind of find something I want to do and then it's like, you know, you start to dig in a little bit. Um, but but when you when you find this app and, and, you know, there's there's some coaching and there's some some kind of online community. Was it was it right off the bat like, ooh this is great or or did it did it take a little kind of little time to ease into it or kind of what was what was that transition back into running after you know a, a handful of years of of kind of having it be by the sideline more than more than anything else it was jumping immediately yeah yeah um so so you jump in immediately all, all systems go um what was what was running like 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 were you doing um, you know, what kind of distances any, I mean, it was pandemic. So I guess there weren't a lot of races, you know, right there locally probably to do. Um, but, but, you know, when you say you jumped in right, right away, what, what does that, what does that look like? Can you paint us a picture of kind of what jumping back into running looked like? This meaning that during the pandemic was also when I ran my first marathon distance virtually around my neighborhood. So Whoa. I ended up doing a 26 mile loop. Whew. Yeah, that's that's jumping back into it. So all right, that that's a story that we're gonna we're gonna need some details on this, Maya. So you you're gonna need to to fill in some gaps and and explain this a little bit. So you're getting back into running, right? Which which is cool, awesome. Um, how how long of getting back into running did it take before you were like? Let's sign up for for a virtual marathon, which I feel like that's that's like getting back into running. Like, like only crazy people, and I say this as a crazy person, only crazy people run marathons virtually through their, through their neighborhood. I have done that. It is crazy. Why would you do that as you're just starting to get back into running? 
Well, I saw, I think it was an ad on one of the social medias that was like, um, the Boston Association is hosting a virtual Boston marathon. And I thought, oh, that would be cool to earn a unicorn medal because when am I going to get a chance to do it again? <laughs> so so you just do it. And, and yeah. what was, what was before you saw that ad, or, or and, and maybe we're not exactly timeline perfect here, but, you know, just kind of thinking back about, like, what, I mean, were you running before that and then you see the ad or, or like, you know, what was, what was running like at that point when, when you see the ad and go, Hey, you know, virtual Boston, let's do this. Um, I was running regularly, but not as often as I am now. Right. And, and what kind of distances? A couple miles, 5k longer? Probably like a 10k distance. Okay. Okay. So, which, which, okay, that, that's, that's still crazy to be like, I'm going to run a virtual uh, marathon through my neighborhood, but at least it's not, it's, it's a little bit less crazy, which I think is good, you know, like, cause at least in my, in my head, you know, everybody can be their own judge on, on your level of crazy for that. But, you know, like, like you're, you're running 10k, like, Hey, let's Boston virtual, like it's a pandemic. So, you know, we, we everybody's doing the best we can. Um, what was what was the buildup like? What was what was training like? Like, um, just because because you know everybody's I don't want to say everybody for a lot of people the first marathon um, and I, well let me back up I'm assuming this was your first marathon yes okay so for for a lot of folks I know both from ex- personal experience from personal interactions and also from being a coach that like the first marathon is is a lot. Like there's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of, of, you know, running farther than you've ever run before. Probably multiple times as your long runs progress, you're like, I've never run 10 miles before. And then I've never run 11 or 12 or whatever. And you just, every run seems like, or at least every couple of weeks, there's a run that's, that's longer than you've ever done before. Um, so much to learn so many, so many things that you can struggle with or, or unknowns. Um, but, but tell us a little bit about, about the buildup. What was, what was training for, the the Boston the virtual Boston Marathon like for you? It was honestly more of a mental game than anything mm. else. Can you unpack that a little bit? What was what was the mental challenge for you? Like not having enough confidence in myself and like knowing that I can actually do it. Mm. A lot of self doubt. Gotcha, gotcha. That that uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. At, at what point? Or, or, and maybe it wasn't a point, maybe it was gradual. I don't know. You, you can, you can tell us, but you know, you've got this, this doubt, but you're doing the work. Did, did you ever, before the, the day that you ran the virtual, did you ever feel like, all right, I've got this was did the confidence kind of come before the race or kind of, you know, like, like what was, what was the mindset maybe going into the day of, of the 26.2 miles? I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I'm not trying to ask uh, questions that that make you uncomfortable. So, um, so tell us about the day then. You know, we we don't need to get into the mindset. We don't need to to to, to dig any deeper there. Um, but but what you know? How did how did the 26.2 miles through your neighborhood like like you know what you said you said loop was it one big loop or did you do a bunch of loops multiple times? Um, kind of how did you you set it up? It's one big loop that I basically did 26 times. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh man, 20, 26, <laughs> Whew, girl, crazy. You're back on the crazy train for sure. But, um, 
so so why why did you decide to do it that way? Why why um, was it just because it was it was close to the close to the house and and comfortable yeah. that way? Gotcha. And the safety thing too. Right, for sure, for sure. Because I was starting at five o'clock in the morning, so. Ooh. Yeah, you want to be you want to be close by home. You want to be a comfortable comfortable location for sure, especially especially that early in the morning. Um, how did how did the day shake out? I mean, obviously you, you did it. You a you you got the twenty six point two miles. You survived. So you know we got two wins right off the bat. Um, but kind of how did how did it go? Was it was it um, I don't know. Was it was it smooth sailing? Was there a point where it got really difficult? Kind of how did how did the day unfold? Um, it started out really well. Um, my parents had made like, um, a start line mm-hmm. and, um, uh, we had, um, like a few neighbors out cheering. That's so awesome. yeah, that's that you gotta, you gotta love that, that home, you know, home field advantage or the home, home course advantage of, of running through the neighborhood and people know you, um, and you get that, get that little bit of support because, um, as I'm sure you've experienced, and, and you know, kind of we'll talk about Goofy here in a second, um, having a little bit of crowd support during a race um, is helpful. It's helpful, especially if you're struggling a little bit and people encouraging you and cheering for you, whether it's it's strangers or whether it's the neighbors or, or family members or whatever. Uh, that's that's certainly helpful. So before we get to the end of your virtual Boston Marathon, Maya, I, I do want to take a quick second and remind everybody that today's episode is sponsored by AminoCo. Again, AminoCo.com slash DizRuns is the link to get all of your amino acid supplementation needs met. Uh, highest quality, really good flavors. Uh, and again, you know, whether, whether you're mixing them with water, whether you're, you're putting them in your coffee, although I would not recommend mixing the pink lemonade flavor in your coffee. Although, you know, if that's, if that's your thing, you do you, but the pink lemonade goes in the water, the vanilla goes in your coffee, maybe the chocolate as well. Uh, I, I'm not the biggest mocha guy, so eh, but if you like a good mocha, you know, mix a little bit of that. Um, that, that chocolate flavored amino co, whether it's the heel or the perform, mix it in with your coffee, bada boom, bada bam, mocha, goodness, good to go. But one way or the other, aminoco.com slash Diz runs is the link Diz runs at checkout, save yourself 30%. So when you, when you finished it and, and I know we, we kind of mentioned that, um, you know, the mental piece going into it was, was a big hurdle. And, and I don't know if I can do this in the self doubt. How did it feel? When you when you did do it, when you had completed it, it felt really great. <laughs> yeah. Did did that did that? Did you, you so so it felt it feels great. Obviously, you you finished yeah. you finished the challenge. Um, but but does that give you like a boost in confidence for? Other, you know, to to maybe think about signing up for other races or or um just just a just I mean obviously a great sense of accomplishment and and very well deserved. Um, but just, just kind of curious if that, if that spurred anything, you know, like I did this dot, 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 I want to do something else next. Well, I obviously played something because I've gone to complete two other marathons. Well, there you go. There (laughs) you go. Which, which other marathons have you done? Um, I've done, uh, the Walt Disney world marathon twice now. Awesome. Awesome. So have you done Goofy twice or was did, did it maybe? No, this was the first year that I did Goofy. So this was the first big back-to-back race I did. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So so let's let's talk Run Disney a little bit, which is a which is a, a favorite topic of mine anyway. I I 
you know, one of the few things I miss about being in Florida is, is being close enough to just pop over to the parks for a few hours and, and play around a little bit and, um, you know, having the races there and, and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but the first, the first Disney marathon. So, um, a, 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 you know, still 26.2 miles, but a little bit different scenario than 26 laps around, around the neighborhood. Um, yeah. what was, what was the first experience of an in-person and a big in-person marathon race like for you? Um, it was really, really super cool to see everyone cheering and all the different signs. Yeah. Yeah. How did, how did that race go? Was it, was it, you know, better than the, the, the virtual Boston? Was it, obviously it was very much different for a whole host of reasons, but kind of compare and contrast those first two 26.2 runs that you did. I think I started out too fast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, that's okay. Yeah. That, and I paid for it later. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Well, Disney, Disney does that though. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to blame Disney for that because they got the fireworks and they got the countdown and the, you know, all the, all the, the things for every wave. It is, it is real easy to get a little bit too excited. Um, again, spoken from experience. So you, you, you go out too fast, paid for it later. Um, but still a good experience overall. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So then you, you decide let's up the ante and, uh, throw a half marathon the day before the next, the next marathon. What was, what was the, uh, the inspiration, the reason, the, 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 the rationale for signing up for Goofy this past year? Um, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, just like that, just like that run Disney bling, right? You just wanted a couple, a couple yeah. of medals instead of just one. Yeah. There we go. There we go. So how did, how did, you know, you, you, you mentioned a few minutes ago that this was your first big back to back race weekend type of experience. Um, how did you enjoy the, the two, the two early morning wake ups, the two, uh, long runs back to, you know, back to back to each other. Like how did, how did goofy weekend play out for you? Like I said before, it's probably a one and done deal. All right, all right. We'll I did not enjoy the back to back early morning wake ups. Yeah, that's that. I mean, you know, I don't want to diminish the mileage because you know, thirty nine miles in two days is a lot of miles. But man, those those two mornings at two thirty, three o'clock, waking up like that, that's tough. Yeah. But, but at least you didn't do the dopey where you had to do it four days in a row. So at least at that's least you're true. not that that crazy. Um, yeah, <laughs> four days. Goodness. Those, those people, um, love you. Those people, if you're one of those people, we, we still, we still love you. Um, but, but so, so goofy was, was outside of the early mornings. I mean, I know you said, you know, probably one and done, which is, which is totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but was, was there, what was the highlight? You know, it might've been some struggles, might've been, you know, a couple of early, early mornings, but what was the highlight of the Goofy Challenge for you? Um, probably playing in the parks mm. after the run. Yeah, yeah. Did you wear your, your medals around? Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's a good time right there. Uh, and every and you're not the only person wearing your medals around, and and everybody's you know congratulating and and uh, job well done. So um, I'm sure that felt pretty pretty good to get uh, you know 
to 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 kind of make that your victory lap instead of one more lap around the neighborhood like after after the uh, the Boston one. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So another thing that uh, I know you've been working on a little bit, Maya, because I see it in your posts, which come about pretty much every day because you are run streaking uh yeah of of late the you know and, and i don't mean this dismissively at all a few months in so you're you know 150 160 days something like that which is which is impressive because my my run streaks these days are two days and then there's a day off and then there's three days and then there's a day off so like the longest i get is a run day run streak of three um what what was the you know what was the the the, the reason to just say hey i'm gonna i'm gonna run every single day I guess just to keep the body moving and mm. like have a reason to go out for a run. There you go. There you go. Do do you tend to do uh, so? So I've talked to streakers in the past. I've I feel like everybody has their own definition, which is totally acceptable. I don't think there needs to be a one definition of what counts as a run. For some people, it's a mile. Some people, it's oh, it's got to be a five k. Um, and again, nothing right, nothing wrong, but I'm just, just curious for you. What, what is your definition of I ran today, move on to the next day? At least one mile. At least one mile. Do yeah. you, do you find yourself, and, and this is not, again, this is not me being judgy at all because my run streaks are three days at the max. That's as long as I go is three days. So there's, there's definitely no, no shame here. Do you find yourself ticking the box with one mile often, or is it, most days are more than a mile, but you know, on those days that you're quote unquote only doing a mile, like, like how frequently, I guess, do you, do you run just one mile to keep the streak going? And I say just not in a bad way, but just, like, instead of running four miles, you only ran one, which is cool. But like, you know what, you know what I'm trying to say? How often do you, do you run a mile or is it typically more than that? It's typically more than that, but right now I'm just starting training again. So uh-huh. it's not too much right now. Gotcha. Well, but that's good. You know, coming off of, of Goofy and that busy weekend, you know, keeping that keeping the streak going with a mile, like, that's perfect. What are, what are we training for again now? We're training for Princess Weekend. Ah, well, that's that's coming up quick. And that actually, yep. I, I don't know, that might be, I need to fact check myself. That might be right about the same time that this episode goes out. I don't know. People are either listen to this on Princess Weekend, like the week before or the, the week right after. Whatever. Details. Um <laughs> But, but I have to feel like, and just because I have to feel like doesn't mean that it's the truth, but, you know, coming off of 39.3 miles over the course of a weekend, just, just a month ago, um, got to be feeling pretty good about, (laughs) again, only just, you know, (laughs) silly words, but not, not having that type of mileage. You know, are you doing, are you doing the challenge or are you doing the the half marathon standalone? I'll let you take a guess on that i mean i'm gonna guess the challenge but but that's just me all right so so you got 19.3 miles does that does that feel like pretty pretty easy peasy pretty comfortable and confident going into that or or how are you feeling looking ahead you know a few weeks to this race yeah that feels pretty easy good compared to what i did yeah absolutely absolutely but you still have two early morning wake-ups maya like these you still have that that uh, hurdle to deal with yeah Okay. I'll pay for it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. What is what is the um, what is the? Do you have a goal for the race? Is it just to to 
again, just, I hate saying that word, um, running to have fun. Do you have a, a, uh, a goal for either of the races in terms of time wise? Like what, what is the, the game plan, um, looking ahead to the princess half marathon weekend? Uh, I don't have a game plan, so I guess just to have fun. Hey, that's, if there's not that there's ever a problem with going into a race to have fun. Um, but I feel like a Disney race, especially just having fun. That is, that is as good of a strategy as it gets. Um, so as, as you know, we'll, we'll kind of shift gears a little bit here and this, this might be kind of as we're, as we're winding down, I don't know, we'll, we'll kind of see where this goes. Um, but you mentioned that the app that, that we were a part of for a while and, and, um, you know, I, I, I know be, coming out of that, there's been a handful of Facebook groups that I'm a part of, and, and uh, there's a lot of overlap. You're in a, in a few of them, and there's a lot of people that I see kind of popping up in, in all these different groups that, that we kind of met through the app. Um, but I'm curious kind of what the – how important the the online community, the running online running community in general, but, but you know, maybe these, these groups as well, um, how important is that, that connection and those, those friendships to you? It's very important because, like, I mean, I graduated high school during the pandemic. So, mm. really, that was the only way I could have a social life. Yeah, yeah. Because I was class of 2020. Man, that's, that's you know, that was a tough time. Obviously, the pandemic was a tough time for everybody for so many reasons. Um, but, man, to be coming out of, of high school in that, in that environment and, oof, yeah, that, that had to be a challenge. Um, I, with, with the online community, what, what do you, um, I don't know if I want to say enjoy most, but like, like, is it, is it the camaraderie of other runners? Is it the, the friendships that, that, that you made? Like, like, you know, what, what maybe pulls you towards, towards the, the, the online community, um, even now that we're not that we're done with the pan, I mean, a lot of people are done with the pandemic, but like, you know, now that life is a little bit more back to normal, there's, there's obviously there's races again. There's a lot more social outings. Um, you know, do, do you find yourself in, engaging in in-person running events as much, or is it, is it mostly online for you? No. Um, I like that. Now I'm able to like meet people for actual runs. Mm. Yeah, that's that's been something that I've been fortunate enough to do uh, several times over the years is is people that I've met online, whether it's Facebook groups, whether it's Twitter, whether it's from the podcast, whatever. Um, but then get into to meet them at, at a race or, you know, even if they're somewhat local, you meet up and, and you go for a run or, or whatever. Um, like what what is it like for you? Um when you've had these interactions online, you've, you've, you've shared pictures. They've like, what, like, not that you're like, but like, here's a selfie from a run or, or from a race or, or whatever. Um, and, and then you get to meet in person. Like, like what, what is that experience that, that, and, and not, you know, maybe just in general, we don't need to be worried about individual opportunities or individual times, but like, like what, you know, is it, is it like, man, we've been friends forever. Is it, is it a little bit, awkward to go from online world to, to the real world kind of how has that that been for you meeting runners in person that you've already gotten to know a little bit online I think it's a mixture of both because it's like I feel like I already know the person but it's but then you also get the fact that 
you're only just meeting for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's it's um, and, and maybe it's my own bias. It's probably my there's probably some bias here, uh, but I, and I totally get that, and I and I, I I feel that way a lot too. But at the same time, um, something about the running community or, or just the, you know, the runners in general, where it's like, like, yeah, we, we've, we've, we've talked and joked online or whatever. Um, we haven't met each other until in person until just now, but it's like, like you just, you just pick up and go. Like it's, it's, it's no it's big like deal. It's like talking to an old friend. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is such a, a cool experience and, and kind of, I think if I, if I, you know, want to pull back the layers enough, kind of what, maybe inspired me to, to kind of do the podcast or continue to do it at this point, you know, closing in on, on nine years of doing it is just like, man, I get a chance to talk to people about running. Like that's pretty awesome. That's pretty fun. And then, and then you have more friends that you have a chance to meet up with in person, which is uh, you know, a, a nice little, a nice little win-win. So you've got, you've got princess coming up or as, as people are listening to this, maybe already in the rearview mirror, like I said, I can't remember which weekend is which, but Hey, you know, somewhere, somewhere very much, you know, right now when people are listening to this is when princess is, um, do you have other things lined up beyond that? Or is it kind of one race at a time? And as we're talking, like that's the next race. So nothing, nothing in the, in the longer term, uh, future to be building towards. Then, uh, so my next race is, um, Another Disney race, and that will be the springtime surprise. Oh, so you you are all in on these these Disney races, which again, yes, I'm not I'm not going to complain about. I I I have more than a few run Disney medals in my in my collection, so you know that's that's all well and good. What what's the um? I, I mean, are you just a Disney fan in general? What's what's the uh, the allure of run Disney for you? The magic. Mm. There we go. There we go. Who's your favorite Disney character? Um, well, probably Tinkerbell. I mean, I know she's not a princess, but Well, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, I I didn't say who's your favorite princess. I asked who's your favorite character. So she she absolutely counts. What do you, what do you like most about Tinkerbell? I mean, she's a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um So so, well, I don't know why I didn't ask this before, but I'm going to ask this now because I just thought about it. Um, you had a little goofy costume going on for uh, the goofy, the, the marathon day of, yeah. of the goofy challenge. Um, do you have, are, are you, are you costuming, costuming, are, are you going to wear a costume for, uh, uh, for princess weekend? Do you have, do you have something in mind? No. No. Do you, <laughs> do you think that by the time the race gets here, you have something in mind or are you just going as, as I'm Maya, I'm a runner, and I'm not. I'm not doing the princess thing. I'm not. I'm not dressing up this time. I'm probably just gonna be m- me, myself, and I. <laughs> that's. I'll tell you what. That's that's uh, that's my way to go into a race. I, I uh, you know, I, I I I am old and curmudgeoned, and you know, I don't I don't mind if somebody wants to dress up, but I am not dressing up for a race. I mean, you know, I'll wear my shorts and my, my shirt or whatever, but like, we're not, uh, we're, we're not going with a, with a theme. We're not going with a costume. Um, especially in Florida because you know, it, it could be even in January, like not that it's always hot, but it can be, it can be plenty warm and you start wearing a costume. Yeah. That, that just is asking for chafing issues that you don't really want to deal with if you can avoid. Nope. Good deal. Good deal. Well, Maya, as, as we're, uh, getting to the point of wrapping things up today, um, the, the final question 
is is something um you know, maybe maybe a little bit more more general. I call it the philosophical question, which sometimes sounds a little scary, but it's not that scary, I promise. It's kind of like the introductory question. It's just kind of short and to the point and very much open-ended and you can you can take it wherever you want to go with it. Um but I, I'd just be curious, you know, at this at this point in your life, you know, again, whatever it is, 12 years, 13 years since you started running, um, why 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 is running still important to you? Why why is running still something that, that you enjoy doing? Races, pushing yourself, um, why why are you still a runner? And and I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, planning to still continue to be a runner for uh, the the foreseeable future. I get the sense of accomplishment mm. from it. And it just keeps me going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I um I know a lot of folks that can agree with that, and um, hopefully, uh, you know, you just keep keep getting that that accomplishment feeling, whether it's it's finish lines, whether it's mileages, whether it's just adding adding another day to the streak. So <laughs> many ways to to feel accomplished within the sport. Um, and uh, yeah, keep on keeping on, lady. And and y'all, if you uh want to continue to follow along with Maya as she continues her streak and knocking on the door of races coming up and who knows what else in the, in the further distant future uh, at run underscore two underscore health underscore fitness is the handle on Instagram at run to health fitness. And again, that's two T O, you know, cause we've got different options of two, but it's just, it's just the, uh, is, is, oh, my wife isn't here to, to, to help me out on this Miss English teacher, like conjunction. I don't know, whatever. It's not the number. It's not the also. It's just the, the word two. Uh, I just made that more complicated than it need to be. Sorry, y'all. At run underscore two underscore health underscore fitness on the Instagrams. Dizruns.com slash 1128 will get you back to the show notes for today. All of the, the, the you know, everything from today's episode we talked about. We'll have some links and, and we'll have the social media handle there as well as per usual. So, um, Maya, thank you for, uh, for making the time today. Um, and and just keep keep getting out there and getting after it and keep you know one mile at a time one day at a time keep feeling accomplished keep chasing chasing the goals and uh i know i'll be cheering for you and and looking forward to just kind of seeing how things progress for you going forward but thanks for the time today lady i really appreciate it thank you all right y'all thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show hope you enjoyed the conversation between maya and myself and as per usual be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode what was your uh Takeaway du jour, du jour. Uh, for me, there, there were a few things. Uh, Maya kept coming back to the confidence boost that, that running has provided for her, and, and I think that's, that's huge for a lot of us. But uh, the takeaway that I'm going with today is uh, something that kind of got mentioned there real quick, and we kind of, I don't know, pivoted from it or kind of got on with the story, but it was the idea of taking a chance, taking a chance. When, when Maya saw that little, little bit about um, the virtual Boston and, you know, I feel like maybe there's a few of us, myself included, that may have seen that ad a few years ago and may have thought to ourselves, ah, oh, no, I, I can't do that for any number of reasons, right? Like whether it was a training issue, whether it was, uh, you know, oh, Boston is this magical race and, um, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, whatever we, we, so I know some of us had hangups over it because I know I talked to a few folks that had hangups over, should I, shouldn't I, I don't know. And I just love how Maya was kind of like, you know, when am I going to have another chance to, to do this? And so she just took a chance and she did it. I uh, had never done a marathon before, um, you know, but but why not? Why not? And I think that, that sometimes, 
at least for myself, and again, I'm not I'm not here to throw anybody under the bus. This is just my takeaway, and, and part of the reason that it stood out to me is that I don't always I'm not always willing to take those chances, right? To to try it to see what would happen. Um, sometimes I do, and I've talked about those things, but you know, there's been plenty of times, both running and you know, life and everything in between, where you know there there really isn't that big of a downside. Like like what is the downside of signing up for a virtual marathon? Really? Like if you decide you don't want to do it, um, you, you know, for whatever reason, like, okay, you know, you're out a few bucks and that's it. Um, and, and a lot of times the, the things that I'm worried to do, the stakes are similar, you know, whether it's, oh, I might try this, I might, I might, you know, try doing this thing or try doing that thing with, with social media or with a- aspects of the business or signing up for a race or, or whatever. And, you know, again, for any number of reasons, I'm like, ah, yeah, ah. Don't, don't put myself out there. Don't take the chance when there's really no risk. And Maya did it and, you know, like ran her first marathon and has run a couple more since. And, and who knows how it plays out if she doesn't, you know, take, take a flyer on a virtual Boston, but she did, she did. And, and I just, you know, again, I, I think about all the times that I've been worried, hesitant, scared, um, you know, insert appropriate feeling there and not taking a chance. And, and you never know how it might've played out if I, if I had, if I had, so, you know, kind of going forward from this episode, one of the, the, the thing that I'm going to, you know, try to keep in mind, you know, short term and, and hopefully long term as well is, you know, if there's, if, if there are things that are maybe a little bit scary, but really aren't that risky, like take a chance take a chance and you just never know, never know what might happen. Maybe build some of that confidence that Maya talked about too. So there you go. That was my takeaway. What about you? What stood out to you from today's episode? If you're willing to share it, I would love to hear it as per usual. Dizruns.com. Wait a minute. Let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Uh, at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. If you want to, if you want to share your takeaway, willing to share your takeaway, I would love to hear it. If you're willing to share it, um, Dizruns at gmail.com if you want to send your takeaways via an email. And of course, if you want to head over to the show notes for today, photos, links, the whole nine as per usual, Dizruns.com slash 1128. Dizruns.com slash 1128 will get you back to the show notes for today. Uh, one last time for today's sponsor. Glad to have AminoCo back on board. Uh, AminoCo.com slash Dizruns is the link to make sure that uh, you know they know that they're coming, that you're coming from the show uh, and make sure you use the code Dizruns at checkout. That'll save yourself uh, 30% on your purchase. Uh, appreciate y'all who have supported AminoCo in the past via my link and glad to have their continued support going forward with the podcast. So AminoCo.com slash Dizruns, A-M-I-N-O, AminoCo.com slash Dizruns. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for taking Maya and I with you today. Until next time, y'all, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? Later, y'all.